Welcome to the JMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question, what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actively participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? On today's episode, we start a new series called When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. Today's episode is going to be an introduction to what we are doing, how we are going to go about it, why we're doing it, and all that kind of jazz. So it's going to be more of an introduction to the subject and how we're going to go about talking about this through the series. So when God says no, learning how to suffer well, what I'm hoping to do is share with you what I have learned through my personal journey with having severe chronic health issues. You see, I grew up knowing about Jesus, knowing about his love, knowing about the power that's in his name, that there can be healings and miracles and all these things. And in the same token, at the same time, I also had severe chronic health issues. I still have it to this day. And medically speaking, I will have this for the rest of my life. And as you can imagine, if I'm 25 right now, and I still have this health issue, and I'm still going to have it in the future, that means that God, for whatever reason, hasn't healed me. For whatever reason, God has said no to my healing. And so what I'm hoping to do is share with you how I've journeyed through this process of dealing with this difficult response to the health issues that I'm facing. I want to be clear. I am not an expert in this subject. It is not that I have figured out this magical three-step process that if you take these things and now suddenly you'll learn how to suffer well and your life's just going to be beautiful and glorious. No, not at all. In fact, really why I'm doing this series is because for me in my own journey and my own process with these things, there was something that I kept struggling with within my journey, within this process. And that was when I would look at the church and I would look at what people would say to me when they found out that I was sick, well-meaning, amazing followers of Jesus would come to me and they would share these verses, these passages. You know, you'd see it on a mug, you'd see it on a t-shirt that talked about all these different things. I'm not even going to mention them. If you're, if you're uh, someone who has health issues, you'll know exactly what verses I'm talking about because you'll know that people share it with you all the time. And here was the thing. When I would read these verses, they never really helped me. They never really brought me comfort. If I'm honest, it actually built some frustration in me. It, br- it built some distance between me and God. Because these verses, for me personally, how I heard them and how I understood them, it felt like to me that these verses had nothing to do with the suffering and the evil and the trauma that I was experiencing. And I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to navigate through this no that I'd been given. And so when I was told about scriptures and these different passages and these different things, it, instead of giving it me comfort, it actually brew something in me that gave me distance from God. But through the grace of God and through the grace of God, he has redeemed me and he has set me free and he has liberated me from the bondage and from the, the shackles of my disease, of the the, the diagnosis of the, of the no. 
And so what I'm hoping to share with you is my process and my journey in how I've learned how to navigate through this difficult no. In no way am I trying to minimize or normalize the pain and the suffering and the evil that comes with dealing with pain. I'm not here trying to give you an antidote that says, if you just do these things, then you'll be better and you'll have a greater life. No, that's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's not how it works. Now, I'm wanting to have a conversation with a very specific person. I don't have a specific name in mind, but what I've been shown is enough to know that I'm here to have this conversation with you, and that is a person who has been given a no. This no could be like mine where it's a health issue that's chronic and severe. It could be a no to a relationship. It could be no to a lifestyle. But whatever it is, it's this no, and it's this solid no, and it's a difficult no. And it's related to suffering. Now, I want to be clear. If you're listening to this and you can't relate to that no, you're more than welcome to listen to these talks. But I got to be honest, I'm not actually talking to you. I'm talking to this specific person who's been given a no. With that being said, oh my goodness, with that being said, if you are a person who knows people in your life who you could say, identify, they've been given a no, do not say anything. It is not for anyone, any Christian or human being to tell someone that they have been given a no by God. This is something that is incredibly personal, incredibly intimate between God and the individual. And so please do not go to someone and say, you've been given a no. This is instead a very personal and intimate revelation that has happened for some of us. And we know it through our experience because we just haven't had the breakthrough or the healing or whatever it is that you're looking for. Now, I want to be clear. If you're listening to this and you're like, I refuse to accept this no from God, it's not a no, then you can continue to pray for that healing. You can continue to do the things that you need to do. And genuinely speaking, I have no judgment towards you and I think you should just continue on your way. But if you're listening to this, and you know deep down in your heart that you've been given this no, I want to invite you on this journey with me in the things that have helped me in my own process. Again, if you're an onlooker, if you're someone who would say, I haven't been given a no, I'm not looking for this series to be a tool that you use to help those who are suffering around you. Too often in life, we as Christians and human beings want to just fix someone's problem. We see an issue. We want to have a description of what is going on, a prognosis, I believe it's called. And then we want that antidote. We want that solution. We want that diagnosis and the steps that we can take to have freedom. The reality is Jesus often enters into our mess, enters into the suffering, and instead of fixing it, he sits with us in it. And I think it's something that in our culture, we, we hate pain and we hate suffering for good reason. It sucks. It sucks. There's no way around it. But the problem that I have and what I've learned in my own process is that there's something that happens when you give yourself permission to sit in the suckiness of suffering. To choose to sit in it to dwell in it, but not to live in it. 
And so I want to talk to you about what does that actually look like. And if you've been in this series, uh, not this series, but if you've been following along with the JMP cast, you'll know my heart is to be practical. And so I'm going to be specific and I'm going to be practical within my own process and my own journey. And I'm hoping it will help you in your own. Again, I want to be clear. I am not trying to normalize or minimize the pain and the suffering that you are going through. Oh my goodness, please know that if it feels that way, that is not my heart. And I'm going to say sorry right away because I know I can't do this conversation perfectly. But know that my heart behind this is not to fix you and it's not to solve your issues, but it's actually to give you permission and to show you a way that many before us have gone through. It's this ancient trail that many have had to walk through in this know that they've been given. And really why I'm doing this is because I believe Jesus has shown me that it's time for me to bring something to the table within this conversation that is an ongoing one for many. If you've ever heard the phrase, the dark night of the soul, there's many different people in history who have had conversations about their own process of suffering. There's beautiful things that people have written and shared their process and it's very helpful. But to be honest, it's things that I was never exposed to. Because for so often in my life, I was in survival mode. I was just trying to get through the trauma. I was just trying to get through the pain, to get through the physical challenges, the emotional challenges, the relational challenges, the spiritual challenges that I faced. And so I was in survival mode with my head down and just doing anything I could to get through it. And so I wasn't able to, at that time, have the capacity to receive the beautiful things that so many have written and experienced and talked about within how to navigate through these difficult roads, this difficult trail. And so I'm hoping I can also, in the meantime, on this Instagram page, share resources that I wish I had during my process that I, to this day, still use and find helpful in my own journey with this. So practically, how are we going to go about this? Well, the way that we're going to do this is I'm going to be doing Instagram TV 15-minute clips that are going to be filmed like what you're seeing if you're watching this on Instagram. And I also have a mic below me that I'm using to record for the podcast, the JMP cast. So if you're wanting to watch these talks, you can go on the Instagram JMP cast. And if you're wanting to listen and download and not have the internet to to be able to hear the content, you can go to the JMP cast and download it. Now, I want to be clear. For me, there's a value that I carry in my life, and that's called time and place. You see, I think there's a time and place for certain types of conversations, for interactions, for behaviors, for actions, for all these different things. And this is a conversation that I believe there is a time and place to have it. And why I say that is to say this, there might be parts of this series where you will hear me be a little bit vague about certain things that I've gone through or certain things that I practice or do in in the way that I've navigated through this no. The reason for that is that this is the internet and it's very public. And so there's going to be certain things that I'm not going to give you because quite frankly, I have no idea who you are and I have no idea who's going to see this. And so I am going to be vague at times. However, I have crossed this line in my walk with Jesus that's really led me to doing this talk where I do believe 
I have, uh, I have something to say that is appropriate, hopefully, to have on a public forum. Now, if I was having a one-on-one -on -one coffee with you and we were having a dialogue, there would be questions that I want to ask you and there would be questions I'm sure that you would want to ask me. Unfortunately, because this is Instagram, because this is a podcast, we're not going to be able to have that dialogue. But just know that again, I'm not trying to solve your issues. I am trying to show you a trail that many have walked on, myself included. And through that trail, I have found freedom and hope and joy and peace. Now, do I have those experiences on a constant basis? Absolutely not. This is an ongoing thing. However, I do believe that there's many of us that were like me who had no barrier to no, almost like no navigation system to be able to even comprehend or work through the suffering that they were going through. And so I want to speak to you and I want to hopefully bring things into the conversation and really give you permission to suffer, give you permission to feel it, give you permission to process it, not just in a psychological way, not just in a heart way, not just in emotions or physically, but in a spiritual and in a soul level way. And so I hope that you will consider to join me on this process as we go through this together. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how many episodes this is going to turn into. I believe right now I have about seven planned. So we'll see where this goes. But it is going to be an ongoing dialogue. And I hope that something in this will encourage you. So in this last 45 seconds, let me just pray with you. So Father, I'm just asking that you would have your way in these conversations. Lord, you know exactly who will listen to this and you know exactly who needs to listen to this. Father, I ask that you would have your way, that you would say what you need to say. Holy Spirit, give me the words, give me the directions, give me the vision that I need to be able to speak clearly and concisely. Lord, I ask that you would fill this time, that you would use it for your glory, for your namesake. Father, I thank you that there is a freedom that you have for us, even for those who are suffering, even for those that you've been saying no to for certain things. Oh Lord, have your way in these conversations. We love you and we trust you. Amen. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope something in this has encouraged you. Now, I did pre-record this episode, and so now I have a little bit more clarity to what ended up happening in this series. And so with that being said, this actually is day one of a 14-day journey into this series called When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. And so if you would like to join me on this journey, the next episode will actually be released tomorrow. So every day for the next 14 days, there will be a new episode released on this page at 7 a.m. Now, if you're a visual person and you would prefer to see my face expressions and see me on camera, you will be able to see these episodes again daily, but on the Instagram page and Facebook page called at the JMP cast. I'm really excited to get to go on this journey with you as we discern this question of what do we do when God says no? I hope something in this will be encouraging for you. Have an awesome day. We'll see you tomorrow.